Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Becca. You're sick today. Yep. Oh, God. Just 2016 is just kicking me in the pants. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's a word to our listeners if you're thinking, Shannon sounds a little sniffly today. She's a lot then, sniffly. Yeah, she's a lot sniffly. <laughs> she's hiding it well. Yeah, there's um one of our actors brought a sickness to our group, and so now almost everybody in the troop is sick and i can't believe i got it because i am so far away from them when they (laughs) do their thing you know like i'm on the other side of the theater i don't interact much with them but still somehow i got it because my Mm -hmm. immune system just can't cope ever anymore (laughs) yeah you get sick a lot i i feel like you should i don't know there should be some extra vitamins you you have to take or something yeah maybe I, this was the first time where I was like, maybe this is actually a problem. <laughs> is this normal? This might not be normal. <laughs> yeah, I'll look into it. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just went to my doctor's for a checkup and she told me because winter is coming that I should just, I should really be taking those prenatal vitamins that she gave me before because everyone like loses vitamin D in the winter and, oh. you know. It's weird. Yeah. But they're prenatal. Vitamins. Yeah, she was like, prenatal <laughs> vitamins have, have, like, the best mixture of everything you need, apparently. I kind of believe so, that, though, because, like, yeah. who else would be, who would they cater to more compassionately, you know, than <laughs> yeah. pregnant women? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, maybe I'll get in on the prenatal vitamin stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I had another enlightening uh, conversation with a Lyft driver oh, on the way to the airport last, or a week or two ago. I talked to a guy who was like, I'm voting for Trump because I'm a citizen now and he can't deport me. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And so then this this last guy that I talked to, he was like, you know, I just don't believe that Trump meant anything that he said. And like, and he was taking comfort in that. He was like, right. I just don't think like he just did whatever he wanted to win. And, you know, like, so that's like, it's fine. He'll just not do any of that stuff. Like, we don't have to worry about it. And it's like... Mm-hmm. That's the best case scenario is that the president just lied to everyone. <laughs> you know, like that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I just watched the last week tonight uh, episode from this week. Mm-hmm. And it was such a palate cleanser because it was so nice to just. It's always so nice to have him and Samantha B sort of yeah. digest it for me. And I don't know why, but I hadn't been ready to watch John Oliver on Sunday. So. I finally got around to it, and it was, like, the perfect way to start my day. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like the 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 least we can do now is just arm ourselves with facts. It's yep. just keep reading as much as we can, listening, watching, like, things that we know to be true and facts. Because well, we're living in a post-fact world. <laughs> yes. Well, that's going to be hard for me because, as you know, I have no brain capacity for facts <laughs> if they are meaningful. Um, yeah. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> well, we're going to try then. Yeah. You'll have to help me with flashcards or something. Yeah. Well, because I figure... So this leads into our topic, which is Thanksgiving, because I figure we're going to Thanksgiving in -hmm. a week, and we're potentially going to see extended family, yeah, and we're potentially going to have difficult conversations politically, Mm -hmm. and the least we can do is arm ourselves with facts 
and information and yep. a level head about confidence in knowing those facts. And so I'm I'm kind of looking forward. I don't think I'm going to need to spar with anyone um, <laughs> this Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, but just in case. <laughs> well, I was excited about this topic because I have recently, just after the election, my aunt and I have started emailing each other, like, a, a ton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, I, she lives in North Carolina, like, we've we've never really been close or anything, Um but she's, she, after the election, she started sending emails to me and my dad saying, like, I can't believe I'm crying a lot, all this stuff, same exact things that I was feeling. And it was mm-hmm. so nice because I don't have any, you know, older women in my life that are saying that to me. I have lots of friends, peers saying mm-hmm. it, but it's the first time I've heard a Southern woman, a family member, you know, saying that to me. So I you know, I had spent most of this week or this past week trying to craft a email to my family because we're Mm -hmm. not going to Thanksgiving down South this year. Mm -hmm. And we won't ever because many years ago when, uh, I went down there, I had the worst Thanksgiving ever, all capitals. (laughs) And so after that, I was like, we're never going back. And so I was trying to craft this letter and say, like, basically say everything I would say if I were in the room with them and if I had the gumption to, but to do it via email and just send it out into the the world and, like, ruin their day, <laughs> sort of, and be like, hey, did you think about this, you know? Um, and I wrote it and I sent it to my dad and I said, will you look at it and see if it's, like, if it crossed the line or if you think it's helpful or what their response would be? And he read it and he said... I don't think it's going to get the reaction you want it to get because the people mm-hmm. that you're targeting it to won't care and they'll ignore you mm-hmm. and the people that do care about you will feel bad and you'll hurt them. And I was like, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. And that the same day that I had sent him my letter, my aunt had sent my dad an email saying, I have written two emails to my brother, his also his brother, um, in uh, South Carolina trying to tell him that he's so out of touch with reality and all this stuff and how he's so wrong and he, he's hurting people like me and my husband and stuff like this but I've I've deleted both of them because he'll never understand and all this stuff and he, my dad was like you know Shannon also mm-hmm. wrote an email <laughs> and so he like forwarded the, the stuff to both of us and now we've been talking just the two of us and I sent her my email and she was, she sent back this beautiful response and it was just so encouraging Mm -hmm. because she was talking about how, you know, the same experience I had at that horrible Thanksgiving she had in 1973 at her first Thanksgiving with that family and how she will never go to a Thanksgiving with them either and they're going to New York this year to have Thanksgiving with their son that lives there Mm -hmm. and talking about, you know, her coworkers and her husband that works with people trying to become um, citizens in the Mm -hmm. U.S. by teaching them English and stuff. And it was just so nice. And I was like, this is my my favorite Thanksgiving, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And it has to do with my relatives, you know. It's it's not every day that a Thanksgiving comes along where you're like, wow, I really appreciate my distant relatives and how they're treating me and stuff. And Mm. it's Part of it is because I'm cherry-picking who I'm interacting with, and I'm not actually there in the room with the people 
I wouldn't want to be with. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's... Are you going to be with your extended family or just your family? Well, I just learned that my cousin's family from that live down near San Jose, they're going to come up to our house for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, which is really great because I thought I wasn't going to be able to see them at all um, this week. And, um, yeah, but I'm not worried about interactions with them. You know, if my other uncle (laughs) was going to be there, I would be worried. Right. Because he's one of those guys where I've gotten into political arguments with him before. And, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, who did he vote for? You know, like, (laughs) just the fact that I have to ask that is, is, like, worrisome to me. Yeah. Um, And then at the same time, like, I'm thinking about my aunt and uncle in Georgia and wondering the same thing. And I Mm -hmm. don't like that I'm wondering that, you know. So... Well, yeah. I was thinking about pop culture portrayals of Thanksgiving, and I was wondering if the reason, like, which came first, the chicken or the egg situation, mm-hmm. which came first, pop culture, sh- you know, showing families in turmoil on Thanksgiving and lots of infighting, or actual American families fighting on Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like every episode of a Thanksgiving-themed show that you're watching is is always revolving around family strife. And I was trying to think of examples where it's not that, but it's so often either the food is failing or the people in the room are failing. Yeah. But it's such a good catalyst for an episode that I I understand why they use it all the time mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving episodes. But at the same time, like, are there any shows that don't do that? <laughs> well, I feel like it's become this cultural force now, like this idea that... The holidays are tricky, you know? Yeah. That that because it's an excuse to get extended family all in a room together that normally don't spend time together, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to get, and you don't really realize, you don't have long conversations with people face-to-face until Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, and yeah. that's when you, <laughs> that's when you get into trouble and things like that, so... I think that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, and I think it's definitely true of my family. So yeah, I think it's true of most families. Is like especially the larger the group gets, the less, you know, it's gonna be a diverse group of opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just think maybe pop culture has gotten better at portraying what you know the truth of that. Yeah, <laughs> um, made you well, less likely to want to strive for some perfect ideal that doesn't exist. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's probably true, because the old, like, 50s, 60s era, like, Leave it to Beaver sort mm-hmm. of stuff, where it was, like, the perfect Thanksgiving spread and stuff, like, yeah. that would that would have been what the episode was about. You are so obsessed with your hair right it's now. It's wet, and I just don't, I don't like it just, like, lying down. <laughs> Literally <wet>. just, like, <laughs> constant running your fingers through your hair. <laughs> it looks like you're a vine, like you're on a loop. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Anyway, your Mm -hmm. hair is beautiful. I need to get a haircut. I'm Um, getting one today, thank God, because I am dying. Oh, all right, rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) So, are there episodes that for you of? Because last year when I was abroad, I like binge watched every Thanksgiving themed episode of a show I could find on Netflix, and it was great because I was cooking Thanksgiving for my roommate and my friends and stuff and they had never had an American Thanksgiving and I was like I'm so far away I'll have to reconnect (laughs) through Netflix and so 
I watched Spotwatched a whole bunch, and they were all great. I really enjoyed it. And I was looking today to see if there were some that I missed, and there were some. And I was like, oh, maybe this year I'll watch these episodes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, so then you've got one up on me because I can't I – can't, I don't know that off the top of my head I can really remember – like. You the, before we started recording, you mentioned Gilmore Girls, and I immediately was like, "Oh, yeah, the Four Thanksgivings episode, mm-hmm. like that's a classic in my mind." With yeah, like because you get to see so many different type, like different experiences of Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, like the deep frying of the turkey, the Korean uh, one, the like stuffy New England, you know, rich yeah. person one, <laughs> you know, the Luke's Diner one, you know, and and. So yeah, I love I love that episode. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, one of my favorites is the slapsgiving episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, that, I think there's like three of them so over good. the course. Of, they're always so perfect. That I, I just love the one. I think it's the slapsgiving two return of the slaps or whatever. Is the one <laughs> where Robin brings a older man to as her date to Thanksgiving, and none of them have ever met him, and they just they have this like. 80 year old guy playing the role because they're like this is how we envisioned him <laughs> and throughout the meal it's like this awkward it's like the way you were describing the man that went hiking with you it's like uh-huh. awkwardly just injecting like yeah dude i totally went rock climbing last weekend and stuff like that but it's also coming out of the mouth of an 80 year old man uh-huh. um and this whole slaps giving idea is just it's always so joyful i love them um i also love the brooklyn 99 one from last year which was mm-hmm. or maybe the year before where they're trying to get out of amy's thanksgiving and mm-hmm. the food is terrible obviously and they're trying to solve a case and i just think anytime it's like a found family thanksgiving right. episode those are always adorable because that's nice you yeah, know, like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be terrible family drama. It can also be like funny, mm-hmm. your friend drama. You know, that's nice yeah. Too. Cause like I loved at Smith. Like I had my grandparents forty five minutes away, mm-hmm. and so I had a bunch of friends, including myself, who often it wasn't worth it to go all the way home. Right. You know, I'll take a plane ride or something for a few days, and so I got to bring friends up for Thanksgiving and I had never really done that before but I like had friends who needed a place to 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 be you know for Thanksgiving and it was so nice and it just like I feel like I've had some really sad (laughs) like Thanksgivings where it's literally like the three of us not even Julie like was there and then there was one where it was the three of us and then two residents from the hospital who were on call Ooh. that night, and uh. <laughs> all they did was talk shop the entire time, and I didn't understand a word they said, and I hated them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then we've also, like, two years ago, we had Thanksgiving at my cousin's house in San Jose, and there was, I don't know, 30 people there, you mm. know? And so I think they're all fabulous. Like, it's all about the food for me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's what the holidays honestly about is all yeah. food right that's, yeah okay that's what i care about <laughs> how do you feel about turkey turkey is a terrible bird it's, <laughs> it's the puritans enjoyed it because they couldn't enjoy it it's like the driest <laughs> bird of all because <laughs> like Sorry, I'm, i love the thanks thanksgiving meal like i love eating it for leftovers three mm-hmm. days in a row afterwards oh, yeah. like stuff like that but to me I eat maybe a half a slice of turkey. Yeah, you know, like on my plate. To me, it's yeah. like 
like and then because and it's so much work and it's such a focus of the Ooh. meal and it's so intense and then like I think I enjoy it more as a turkey sandwich with cranberry sauce the next day yep well what I did in Ireland was because I was not gonna make a turkey <laughs> was um I would just get like the pre-cooked slices that you can buy that are like vacuum sealed and mm-hmm. I'd get like four of those so everybody would get a slice of turkey and then you would eat everything else homemade stuff yeah like that. I'm like that's the perfect way to eat turkey is like yeah have a little bit of it you know for yeah. your gravy and stuff yeah but then also have a ton of sides the sides are where it's at <laughs> right like it's a gravy delivery system right and exactly. like I like our, so, like, stuffing is my jam. Yes. Love smashed potatoes. But honestly, I could probably just have an entire plate of stuffing covered in gravy, and I'd be, like, <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah. Like, for, because we're having Friendsgiving tomorrow, Aww. and I'm making stuffing and gravy because, I, like, <laughs> that's what I love, so that's what I'm bringing. Yeah. We're supposed to, <laughs> Gray told us to bring, like, like, cultural things from our, like, our culture, uh-huh. So, like, Arnaldo's making Puerto Rican eggnog, he said. And then um, Gray's making some Filipino, some sort of rolls thing. Mm-hmm. And then, I can't remember what Simone's bringing, but then it's like, then the white people are like, well, <laughs> I carrots. love gravy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, cute, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, another one I just remembered was the Thanksgiving episode of New Girl. Dude, it's one of the very early seasons where Justin Long is her boyfriend, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and they find that their neighbor died in her apartment because <laughs> they go to her apartment to use the oven, and that's a great episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the 30-minute comedy episodes, because this week there was also a Thanksgiving episode of Speechless, mm-hmm. which I loved, and that was the same thing as, you know, Fresh Off the Boat did it, too, where it's, like, family members squaring off, and I'm sure modern family yeah. has done that. But Mm -hmm. it's very repetitive, but it's also comforting because you're (laughs) seeing the same thing that you will soon be experiencing. (laughs) Yeah. It's always Um, sort of portraying this, like, this distance that we have with our relatives, you know, that, like, doesn't become apparent until, like, once or twice a year when you're like, oh, yeah, we hardly know each other. We hardly ever see each other, but, like, we have the capacity to see each other, you know? (laughs) We just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um... The other one I never, I didn't watch last year, and I'm, I think I might this year, is the Buffy episode, which I vaguely remember being maybe racist. Oh, yeah, is, there's something about, like, an Indian burial ground or something. Yeah, but it's the one where there's a bear, Uh-huh. the guy turns into a bear, and then they accidentally shoot Spike, and he's, like, tied up at the dinner table. I, I only really remember Buffy in how spike was during the seasons maybe i guess but um the other huge hole in my knowledge is all the friends thanksgiving episodes because i know they did a million of them but i never watched friends so yeah i know they're really popular with people around thanksgiving yeah like i vaguely remember them throwing a football around (laughs) yeah but that's there is it. going to be a Thanksgiving marathon of Downton Abbey, if you're interested, on PBS. I no, saw. No, thank you. Because <laughs> that's all about high-quality dining, you know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just that, but they'll never have Thanksgiving. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing about Thanksgiving, is you don't realize how American it is until you're not in America when it happens. Yeah. 
And you, you're true. like, why is no one else in the Thanksgiving spirit? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's our thing. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it, I think, yeah. this year. So what it, what is the plan this year if you're not going out to see family? No, because I'm working the show that I'm on, so I have I work the day before and the day after. Jesus. Um, yeah. So we are going to be having it here, and Lara's family is coming here. So we'll see okay. some not actually related family members. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Most importantly, I'm going to be making broccoli casserole, which is all I care about. So Great. What does that entail? Uh, mushroom soup, Campbell's mushroom soup, mm-hmm. cooked steamed broccoli, lots of cheese, mix that all up, put breadcrumbs on top, mm-hmm. lots of butter on top of the breadcrumbs, <laughs> pop that in the oven, broccoli casserole. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> you know, it was only recent in recent years where we started doing the green bean casserole that, mm-hmm. ev- that feels like everyone does. Like we just never grew up with that. Yeah, I didn't either. I think because my mom said it was like it had too much salt in it or something. <laughs> like I feel like everything, like everything we had was not. We didn't have like no. We never had like the sweet potato with marshmallows or anything like that. Oh, no. Like Definitely. that was always like insane to our family because yeah. we, she, my mom was so healthy. <laughs> yeah, I also don't enjoy that. I've had that. Uh, like I never had mm-hmm. that until like last year. I think maybe. Oh, actually, la- it was last year because it was when I was in the south for Christmas with Kyle's family. Mm-hmm. And I had that for the first time, and I was like, this is weird. You know, this is weird, guys, right? This is weird. <laughs> it must be really sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. It's, I, I had mostly potato and least marshmallow. Yeah. Which is weird. Not yeah. <laughs> well, my mom makes this thing now where it's butternut squash with maple syrup and then brown sugar on top, like baked Whoa. with, like, I think And that's walnuts. not sweet? <laughs> it's... A- it's sweet, but it's good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never had the... I don't think I've had sweet potato with the marshmallows. I think I'd probably like it, honestly. But, <laughs> but like, the maple syrup with the butternut squash, that's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except it's butternut squash and sweet potato is better. I don't know. Yeah. Because butternut uh, squash is all stringy and has that weird texture. That is the upside of going to a huge family Thanksgiving, which is everybody brings food, mm-hmm. so you get to try all the different recipes you wouldn't normally have at your own Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, are you going to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? That's the big question. No. no you're shaking your head. <laughs> no. Like, I don't think we've ever done that as a family. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just not a... It's not a tradition that we have. Well, we also don't have any traditions, so. Right. And of course, yes, my family we... hates me for saying that, as I said before. <laughs> but it's true. We all know it. But it's true. Like, name one tradition, and uh, eating pie is not a tradition, because if everyone else does it. <laughs> oh, you just outed your family. That's so yeah. Um, what about sugaring off dinners? That's kind of a tradition. I I had never heard think, of that. Well, it's a, it's a lovely thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like for it to be a tradition, we have to, like, do it, do it on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, instead it's like, I love sugaring off when we're in Vermont, but now that my grandparents are gone, like, I don't know when that's ever going to happen again. Yeah, it's not but, like we're going to have snow in. Yeah, exactly. We're never, <laughs> like, well, we're going to, for Christmas in Minnesota, there's a chance we'll have sugar on snow, which oh. which is, for everyone, boiled maple syrup poured on top of a bowl of snow that you eat with a fork. <laughs> 
And it's it sounds incredible. So Our Irish listeners are going to be like, what? <laughs> it's like a New England thing, and it's amazing, and it's so good. Uh, it's so weird. They're so jealous. Like, you you had it, right? I had it, yeah, yeah. With yeah. your grandparents. And then, yeah. because it's so sweet, because you're just eating sugar, basically, you have a dill pickle every so often, and you bite into it to, like, so you can keep eating the sweetness. It's so weird. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love doing it with my grandparents because Nana Beth would always, like, what she wouldn't, she would be busy, like, making it for us. So she'd be running around so she wouldn't really be eating her own. And But then she would just end up eating off of Grandpa Mike and just, like, stealing his. She's like, oh, yes, that looks good. And she's just, like, getting a whole <laughs> forkful of it. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. I'm glad we're both looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, We should say we are going to take Thanksgiving week off. Yeah. Because you'll be away, I'll be working, and Mm -hmm. eating, and probably passed out from the stuffing intake. Yeah. And it was hard (laughs) enough for us to even come up with this really simple topic this week, so I think we just need a break. We're still not 100%. I'm ill, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but we do have our plan for the week after yes. Thanksgiving. We're doing our Gilmore Girls episode yes. because the new series will be out on Netflix. Series, quote unquote, whatever. Yeah. Um, Four movies, whatever. Mini movies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so be prepared. Uh, Perry, please text me with all of your feelings so I don't <laughs> forget things because I am a forgetful person. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have a plan, but you'll miss us mm-hmm. next week, of course. Yeah. Do you have a recommendation for me? I do. It's like one and a half because one I've already recommended to you and I did text I was texting you about it last night, but I oh, feel yes. like I want to make the case for it again. Um just because this election season, it's just like we were talking about, you know, political shows or whatever that make you feel good about mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. And Madam Secretary is one of those where it's just genuinely so good. Like, it's the best portrayal of a marriage probably I've ever seen, like, maybe besides Ben and Leslie on Parks and Rec. Like, it's so good, and I laugh a lot when I watch it, and it's just fascinating, and, like, even all the little side characters, they never get annoying at any point. Like, they're great. Like, Mm -hmm. I love their kids, even though, like, they're just... It's great. Anyway, so Madam Secretary. <laughs> but then something new I tried this week is a show on MTV called Sweet Vicious. Okay. Per Mo Ryan's recommendation, which you probably don't know about because... Yep. Nope. <laughs> it's that one. Anyway. Um, but it's a, it's a show... It's so fascinating. The concept is it's two college students, and one of them, she's a sorority girl who was... Uh, like is a rape survivor who is become he becomes a vigilante on campus beating up like the rapists on campus basically and um a girl joins her who's like a green-haired hacker or whatever to like help her and there's moments in it that are so funny like i would just watch just the pilot because there's one scene in there where i laughed so loud <laughs> like it's not a perfect show but it's utterly fascinating and it's such an interesting I feel like a new like unique concept for a show and mm-hmm. it takes sexual assault very seriously but it's also very funny and mm-hmm. it feels like a very real portrayal of that like of a survivor and a group of survivors and things like that and and a college campus and they're taking matters in their own hands which is 
you know, it's sort of up to your interpretation if that's good or bad. You know, they're not exactly, like, superheroes. Um, but it's just, it's so interesting. And honestly, I would just watch the pilot just for one scene where they're in the car together. And it's, yeah, I, I don't want to give it away because it's very funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's called Sweet it. Vicious. Okay. Um, I had a recommendation, TV recommendation for you, but I actually just revised it. I'll save that for next time. Um, I'm looking forward, this is a forward-thinking recommendation, because it's very date-specific. On December 13th, uh, in theaters, they're going to be showing Allegiance the Musical from Mm -hmm. Fandango, Fathom Events, and it's the musical that was on Broadway last year about George Takei's life in Japanese internment camps. And it just so happens that they're releasing it now, and it's perfect timing, because people have been bringing it up and people don't know about it and stuff so if you live in america all over the country on december 13th that night they will be showing um the musical and it's great it has a ton of people and it has leah salonga in it who's the voice of um jasmine and mm-hmm. <laughs> george takei obviously telly Leung. um it's just I haven't seen it. I didn't see it when it was on Broadway, and I was so sad, but I had remembered that they recorded it, and recently they said, oh my gosh, we're going to release it in theaters, and I was so happy. So I would just write it on your calendars, December 13th, go to Fandango, get your ticket. Mm -hmm. I'll be watching it, obviously. So, um, yeah, that's my recommendation. So Great. Yeah, I I saw another uh, thing about another in December, early December, another Broadway show is also going to be shown. I feel like Newsies. Yeah, that's that's January. Oh, January. Yeah, they're doing three dates for Newsies. Um, I'm really excited because I think this is us moving into the British tradition of actually showing theater and cinemas, which is great. I think especially because they're so much bigger, so not everybody can get to see. Newsies on Broadway, you know, and a lot of it has to do with they want to keep people waiting for the tour versions to come, but it's so expensive. Yeah. So, um, I think this is a great way to get people interested, but not have to pay like $80 for something yeah. you don't know if you're going to like or not. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, for everyone who's pissed about Hamilton, like <laughs> when are they going to show that in theaters? Because well, they recorded it, but the thing is it's, it has a residency in Chicago, it has one in New York, and it's going to go on tour soon. So that's not going to be for another 10 years until they release it. (laughs) I bet bet you now it'll be a 10th anniversary special that they'll release that. I kind of hate them for that because I watched the Hamilton documentary and I enjoyed it and everything, and I would like you to send me the music so I'll I'll finally listen to it. Yeah. But, like, they showed so many clips from it. Yeah. So it's just like they they showed you like half the musical just in like little bits. Yeah. So I just I don't understand what the drawback would be of showing it in theaters. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not um it's complicated and it's not like Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't want people to see it, obviously. Right. It's that's why they made the PBS documentary and they, you know, there's it's very complicated. We could do a whole episode about yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll send you the music for that. And the mixtape is coming out soon, next month. Mm-hmm. The, I think the beginning of December. And they've already started releasing songs from it. And Kelly Clarkson's It's Quiet Uptown is amazing. I've heard it on the radio multiple times. I'm very excited about it. So yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, are we checking in on our activism? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I did something this week that I feel weird about. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell us or do you want to not tell us? <laughs> I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. Because um, I maybe I kind of do want to talk to you about it, but I, 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 I basically I regret doing it and oh. I felt weird doing it. Okay, so, you know, I think I told you on the phone that I was going to go on a second date with someone and oh, yeah. she had like told me vaguely about some event we were going to go to or was like letter writing and sci-fi podcast and the ACLU or something and like that was it like that was all I knew mm-hmm. and that was all she knew and so we went to this thing it was like someone's house and they were like the <laughs> Le Mans Street Collective or something it's like this real hippy dippy you know like a house that hosts events like random stuff okay and it's like it was like a group of white people basically in like Petworth <laughs> And DC, which is not necessarily historically white. Um, anyway, but, and then they're like, okay, so we're writing letters. And I thought, oh, to like maybe our representatives or mm-hmm. something like that. And they said, we're writing letters to electors and trying them, trying to get them to vote for Hillary Clinton in December right. and like have them be faithless electors. And I didn't really like the idea, mostly also because their addresses were not public knowledge. They were just posted (laughs) online. And I felt super gross about it. And originally I started just not doing it and just writing down the name of of my representatives because I wanted to have a piece of paper that had that on there and I was doing that. And then at a certain point it was like, okay, we're still here, still writing. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to write a letter, like, I'm not going to use this sample letter. I'm going to just write something that I think might, I don't know, work. And I just, I feel so gross about it. And (laughs) I just, like, I just don't, yeah, I, like, I didn't write my last name when I signed it. I put their address as the return address because I just hated it. (laughs) And it was so weird, too, because it was a second date at the same time. Yeah. You know, so it was like, and she was really into it. And then they, like, put on a show in the background. And it's like, I cannot, I can't Focus. write a letter and listen <laughs> to, like, this at the same time. Like, that's insane. And originally the, the idea was, oh, I'll just put on a sci-fi podcast while we do this. And I was like, are you insane? <laughs> like, right. We're going to listen to a podcast and write letters. Write a letter. <laughs> that's, like, coherent. Like, we're just going to be writing what the podcast is, every other word, you know? <laughs> so, Can you imagine getting that letter? <laughs> yeah. It was just so weird, too. And it also, they spent, like, she, the girl who was sort of running the whole thing, she spent, there was literally seven or eight of us. Mm-hmm. And she ex- she was, like, explaining to everyone how the Electoral College worked because most of them didn't, like, know, understand. didn't understand. Oh. <sighs> yeah. So, <laughs> and, like, so, yeah, it just didn't, uh, it didn't rub me the right way. I guess the question is that our listeners are all asking, are you going on a third date? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, we haven't texted each other since. Ooh. And I, like... Yeah, I I think I'm not that excited mm-hmm. about it, and I think if I was, I would have already texted her asking for a third date, you know? Yeah. And I think it just might so fizzle out. It was sort of the nail in the coffin then? Well, it, it's not like it was bad or anything. It was just, you don't get to know someone when you're just sitting next to them writing letters, yeah. you know? And so, 
Not like, a great date idea. <laughs> yeah, like, well, we had dinner beforehand. Uh-huh. Like, the, and it's like, the food was good. Now I'm just dissecting my date on the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I don't know. The conversations, they don't flow perfectly. Not that they should or anything, but, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm not excited, I think. Mm. And I want to be. Well... I had a completely different experience <laughs> with my activism this week. <laughs> um, besides hearing from my aunt and emailing her and mm-hmm. stuff, which was lovely and personal, um, I also subscribed to the New York Times and have called my senator nice. and tried to call the House Oversight Committee, but can't get through because their mailbox is full, but have tried multiple times. Um, and I'm on the list to start volunteering with the Women's Crisis Center here. Great. Yeah. Nice. Well, I found out that I will find out about whether or not I'm appointed to the Commission for Women. I'll find out December 13th. Awesome. So. Which is the same day as Allegiance the Musical. <laughs> perfect. <in> theaters. <laughs> oh my God, it's so perfect. We can have a whole podcast about that and whether or not I got in. <laughs> perfect. Oh God. Oh, actually, we're going to miss Hairspray the Musical on NBC is going to happen while we're on our little thanksgiving hiatus right i don't know i okay i don't think i was planning on watching it okay well i can't because i'll be at work but everybody should and then tell me how it is (laughs) (laughs) uh okay well zach doesn't have anything for us this week right oh no he doesn't no yeah that's okay we still love you zach yeah (laughs) oh